Welcome to Siri Fast Five, where we detail hot topics in commercial real estate in five minutes or less. I'm Carly Iacono, and tonight we are talking about travel post COVID-19. So the movement of people or lack thereof impacts many segments of the commercial real estate market, most notably hospitality, entertainment, and retail. So understanding or trying to predict some trends for consumer travel through the summer and beyond is going to be relevant for many investors and business owners. So today I wanna to run through some stats from some recent polls that were conducted and give you some things to think about moving forward. First, I'm gonna start with a personal example. Yesterday, I received an email from Wynn Resorts in Las Vegas, and they said, welcome back. We'd love to have you as a guest again, as soon as possible. We are open for business and ready to welcome you with all of our facilities being fully operational. My immediate response was, yes, thank goodness. I will be on the next flight next weekend. Um, but then of course I dialed that back and said, how many high touch things do I have to come in contact with to get there? How do I feel about flying? How do I feel about buses getting from the airport to, or taxis even, um, to the resort? And then when you're there, how do you avoid people for your whole stay when really the allure of being there is people is being with friends and being with new people. So I think we're going to have that push and pull between the need to get out, the need to travel, and then a concern about safety. And that's going to be ongoing. And it will be interesting to see how the scales tip for different demographics and different people in uh, certain parts of the country. So let's run through some stats first of the respondents. And this was a survey done by the vacationer. So of the respondents, 19% said that they would be interested in traveling right now. 38% said they'd be comfortable traveling in three to six months. So 57% total are willing to travel in what I would consider really the near term in less than six months. So that's a good sign that sentiment is kind of shifting and people are getting used to the new normal or that they're comfortable with the safety protocols that the airlines and the hotels, et cetera, are starting to put into place. Fascinatingly, 9% more men than women who were surveyed said that they would be willing to travel in the short term. So this, of course, was one survey, but it does show potentially a different appetite for risk or a different view of the pandemic between the genders. So if that really plays out in actual numbers, what destinations are chosen and what activities are chosen at those destinations could be meaningfully impacted by that differential. The third thing they looked at was where do people want to go? This probably is no surprise, but beaches came in number one with 64% of respondents saying they would be willing to go to beaches in the near term as their number one destination this summer. 55% said they would be willing to go to bars and restaurants. And then everything else was more internal, more large group focus, such as sporting events and movie theaters. And those types of things went down, of course, on the scale of number of people who would be willing to engage in those different activities. People are flocking to the beaches. We are just dying to get out. And Pensacola, Florida had their busiest Memorial Day to date last weekend. And this was judged by number of tolls processed on the public bridge going to the public beaches. So number of tolls was the greatest it has been since 2017, which was the previous record. So we are getting out, we're starting to travel, just maybe not to all the same places we used to. 
Now, also fascinating is where do we want to stay? Of the respondents, 62% said they would much prefer to stay in a chain hotel. These are your middle to upper level chains that have a household name like Marriott. Whereas 11% said they would be comfortable staying in an independent hotel. So I think that's a, a really fascinating difference. Co consumers are psychologically looking for comfort and security and brand identity from a psychological perspective seems to equate to security. So if you're a smaller operator, and I think this would go for restaurants and other local businesses as well, you have to work harder to make that consumer feel safe, to make them draw in and say, okay, they have it together. I can go there and I'll be okay. Because right now it really looks like those household names, those brand names, the chains that provide just simplicity and comfort are the ones that are going to have the most visitors. So there are some shifts in businesses that the, the um, in business models that those smaller operators are going to have to take to try to combat that sort of perceived difference of the two. And obviously there are widespread ways that safety is being implemented. Masks, no masks, who wears masks and where is a great debate right now among the country uh, with various you know, states having different policies and various consumer demographics seeming to be behind one way or the other. Um, plexiglass is huge. We're seeing that go up, of course, in grocery stores, potentially in airplane seats in between the seats certain restaurants to divide. So it will be interesting to see how widespread plexiglass becomes as a way of just separating and compartmentalizing people. Hand sanitizers, we've seen those pop up anywhere. Probably not a bad idea just moving forward for life in general. And then it gets a little more creative. Abu Dhabi has tried a sanitation tunnel where you walk in and in three seconds, you're sprayed with something, who knows what, and you come out sanitized, still wearing your mask. You don't breathe on people, but your body is actually sanitizing your clothing sanitized. So I can't really see that being widespread here in the US, but it's a fascinating concept being tested in other countries. So we're gonna see a lot of trial and error. We're gonna see varying degrees of these safety measures being put in place and demanded by consumers. And then what works and what doesn't is really trial and error right now. So gonna be a very interesting summer as this all unfolds. And I think the movement of people how they interact with some of their favorite places or don't. Uh, and then the ongoing consumer patterns that this is gonna lead to is something that all of us in commercial real estate need to start watching. That was CRE Fast Five. I'm Carly Iacono. I look forward to seeing you again soon.